Hey, my friend, welcome along to the Medicinal Chef's Nutrition Nuggets podcast, helping you get clarity on nutrition. I'm Dale Pinnock, the Medicinal Chef, best-selling author, nutritionist, and creator of Nutrition Coaching Monthly. Every week here in the podcast, I'm going to be answering your questions and discussing key topics around the field of nutrition to help give you clarity and to expand your knowledge. Hey folks, how you doing? Hope you are well and enjoying this wonderful weather. It's actually this wonderful weather that I'm going to be speaking about on this week's podcast. I've had a few few, uh, people message me saying, is there any way that I can change my diet to feel more comfortable? Is there any way that I can change my diet to get better sleep or to protect myself from UV? These kind of things. So I thought I'd put together a few little few little nuggets on this one. You know, there there are some things we can do. It's not going to make an earth-shattering amount of difference, but there are a few little tweaks that you can make just to make things more comfortable and also protect yourself a little bit. So let's start with protection. Obviously, exposure to ultraviolet radiation is a good thing to one, to a certain degree. It helps us to synthesize vitamin D. It helps us just to feel better. But when you cross that threshold, you can start to obviously increase your risk of sunburn, premature aging of the skin, skin damage. And of course, you know, it does increase skin cancer risk. So we do tread a fine line. Now, obviously, you know your own skin type, you know how quickly you burn and you know what kind of sun protection you need to use personally. But from a dietary point of view, there is a certain nutrient that can help to protect the skin from burning too quickly. And this has been quite widely documented as well. And it's something that's been researched fairly extensively over the years. And that is beta carotene. Now, beta carotene is the plant form of vitamin A. It's actually two retinol molecules. So retinol is is vitamin A as we know it, the stuff that's found in, you know, mainly animal foods. Retinol, two two molecules of retinol bound head to head. And in plants, it gives that lovely vivid orange colour. So think sweet potatoes, butternut squash, mangoes, carrots, that kind of stuff. That orange colour pigment, that is the beta carotene. Now, this is a fat a fat soluble antioxidant, which means that it doesn't stay in our circulation for long at all. As soon as we've actually absorbed it, as soon as it crosses the intestinal barrier and gets into systemic circulation, by its very nature, it wants to migrate out into fatty tissues because that's just where its affinity lies. It's a fat-soluble nutrient. Its affinity lies in fatty tissues. Now, second to the brain, the most abundant fatty tissue in the body is the subcutaneous layer of the skin. And in the subcutaneous layer, that's where you've got collagen and elastin, and you've got some of the base level um, keratin, um, melanin producing cells. Keratin, what am I talking about? That was something else. The (laughs) melanocytes, which are the melanin producing cells as well. Beta carotene can actually start to accumulate in this subcutaneous layer and offer localized protection to the collagen and elastin and these kind of structures to reduce damage from ultraviolet radiation. And there is some evidence to show that it can um, increase the time it takes to actually burn as well. This does not mean that you don't use your sun protection, okay? That's not what I'm saying at all. It's just an extra level of defense. So that's number one. That's your protection. The second thing to do, now this may sound like nutritional heresy, and some people might freak out when they hear me say this, but increase your salt intake. I'm not talking table salt. 
I'm not talking that that dirty stuff that you find in a greasy spoon. I'm not talking about that whatsoever. I'm talking about a good quality salt, like a a, a good Celtic sea salt, so the one that's kind of got that grubby grey colour to it, or like the Himalayan crystal salt, something like that, that is more than just sodium, that is a whole spectrum of nutrients. We lose more minerals in this weather because we sweat. We sweat more, so we do lose some of these minerals if your sodium gets too low you can get quite lightheaded and fatigued but obviously if sodium gets too high which can sometimes be a problem when we're living on processed foods and using table salt then obviously that can be damaging for cardiovascular health but for this short window of time when you're sweating more a little bit extra salt in the form of sea salt or crystal salt in your water you know maybe put like a little pinch in your in in every glass of water add a little bit to your food, can actually keep you topped up on those important minerals. And then, I guess really, that kind of takes us on to hydration. Now, this is something that really, you hear all sorts of weird and wonderful recommendations, really. Some people are like, oh, you've got to have eight glasses a day, you've got to have three litres a day, you've got to have an entire bathtub full of water a day, whatever. There's all sorts of weird and wonderful recommendations. But the thing is, there is no hard and fast rule. Every single person is different. You know, our, our metabolic rate is different. So the the way that, you know, the rate that we actually liberate H2O in the body varies. The, the rate in which we use glycogen stores, which liberates H2O, varies. The rate in which our kidneys process thing, things varies. So we need our own unique amount. And your body gives you the perfect barometer to tell you what this amount is. All you have to do is drink water until your urine runs clear. As soon as it runs clear, stop drinking. Because if you, if you, if you go too far, you can actually leach water-soluble nutrients like the B vitamins and vitamin C from the body. So don't go mental. But as soon as it, as soon as it runs clear, stop drinking. Once it starts to get some colour back to it, top yourself up until it runs clear again. If you keep at that state where your urine is running clear, but you're not going to the toilet excessively, because as soon as you start going excessively, then you, you run the risk of leaching those water-soluble nutrients, then you are hydrated. And as long as you stay at that point, you will be staying hydrated. Now, this is an interesting one. If you don't want to feel too hot and bothered, eat simpler, lighter meals. Now... What I mean there is, I mean, don't just live on salad, but try and make, try and make your meals a little simpler. Now, I'm, all, I'm a big advocate of people making sure that they've got good quality carbohydrates, proteins and fats at every meal so that you've, you know, not only ticked all the macro boxes, but you get a meal that's a real slow burner and keeps you feeling fuller for longer and balances blood sugar, yada, yada, yada. But I'm going to flip that on its head a little bit. Try and keep it so you've just got one of the macro groups per, per meal. So it could be just... You know, carbohydrates and vegetables, just protein and vegetables, one or the other. That basically creates a meal that's much easier to digest. It's digested more, it's digested easier, and you don't get the same level of thermic effect. One of the things when you've got, you know, these very, very complex, dense meals that we get when we're eating a whole foods diet, you know, this is a good thing in, in most circumstances, we get what's called the thermic effect, where the actual process of digesting and dealing with that meal raises body temperature. This is a good way to burn extra calories. It's a good way to, you know, just just stoke your metabolic fire. This is why I normally recommend that way of eating. But obviously, in when in very, very hot weather it's going to raise your body temperature a little bit and it will contribute to you feeling hot and bothered. If you simplify your meals a little bit, you're not going to get that same 
thermic effect, that same raised body temperature. Now, the final thing I want to talk about, and this is a thing that absolutely plagues me in this weather, it drives me to distraction, is sleep. I mean, I'm such a ridiculously fussy sleeper anyway. If I, if I you know, hear an ant crawling around three miles away, then, then I'll be awake for an hour. But when the hot weather kicks in, it's murder. But I have a magic pairing. And, you know, I, I had this last night. It was wonderful. Happy days. That is the combination of magnesium and tryptophan. Or 5-hydroxytryptophan, 5-HTP. Now, magnesium, as I've, you know, you've heard me spoke about, you've heard me speak about this before. You know, it is 6.24am and I've only had one coffee. So, you know, my speech is still coming together. Magnesium helps your body to produce more of the neurotransmitter GABA. GABA is the primary inhibitory neurotransmitter. It calms everything down and really helps to sedate you a little. And then 5-hydroxytryptophan is one chemical step away from serotonin. Serotonin then can convert, you know, when, as it gets darker and when we're in that sleep environment, serotonin converts over into melatonin and actually sets the clock, gets you to sleep and keeps you asleep. You combine those two and that will knock you bandy. One little disclaimer here, one little word of warning. If you are taking antidepressant drugs, do not, do not, do not take 5-HTP without talking to your practitioner, without talking to your doctor or your mental health practitioner, because there can be the potential for some really quite quirky interactions. Okay, so make sure if you're on any kind of antidepressant, particularly SSRIs, have a chat to your practitioner before taking 5-HTP. So there we go, a few little tweaks that you can use to just help to give yourself an extra level of protection and to make yourself feel a little bit more comfortable during this hot weather. Now, I have a huge, huge announcement to make. I've had this up my sleeve for a little while. I've had so many people asking me when I'm going to do this again. I did, you know, I did launch something a few years ago, um, which ended up changing hands and I had to walk away from it and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, we won't talk about any of that. I have just launched an accredited online nutrition course, okay? This is a diploma in culinary medicine. This is basically doing what I do. This is using, you know, using food as medicine. It's, it's, it's focusing upon the science of nutritional medicine, so the role of nutrition in both the um management of disease and potential cause of disease but then looking at the practical side so how you take this science and this information and use it to make change in people's lives to actually help to work with clients to create change to work towards better health and how to devise meal plans and recipes and programs based upon that now this course 100% online it's a mixture of written material video PowerPoint lectures, we've got video interviews with leading researchers and doctors and practitioners in the field, you have online exams, you have written assignments which are a combination of case study evaluations and recipe development, meal plans, that kind of stuff. 
And it just gives you this culmination of skills to be able to understand the science of nutritional medicine, but then apply it in practical terms. With our accreditation, we've got the Complementary Medical Association have accredited it. And as soon as you graduate, you can become a member of the Complementary Medical Association and get insurance to start work via Balans, who have got a scheme with the CMA and with us. That means as soon as you finish the course, you've got insurance to go out, set up a business, start working, get straight into it. We're also accredited by the FNTP, which is the Federation of Nutritional Therapy Practitioners. They've awarded the, sh- the course short course status because it's not a practitioner course. It's, a, it's something that's different, something that's unique. And they've also awarded it five CPD points. And then most excitingly, we're currently working with BANT, the British Association of Nutritional Therapy and Lifestyle Medicine. And we're working with them to accredit the course on several levels. Firstly, as a standalone short course. Secondly, as its own kind of coaching type course, because that's a new category that BANT are, are starting to actually develop. And then most excitingly, as a course that people can use as a stepping stone towards a nutritional therapy degree. So it can actually be a segue into higher level training which is very very exciting we're just going through some of the some of the final rounds of that accreditation and that will be applied very very soon now things do start to get really very exciting here because there is now the need for a new type of professional i'm not sure if you guys are aware of the big shake-up that's happening in the nhs for example the nhs are now putting huge amounts of investment and focus upon lifestyle medicine and social prescribing. Social social prescribing basically is looking at the ways in which patients can be involved in their own healthcare, their self-care, more importantly. Social prescribing will work in you know in quite an interesting way in every single you, you probably would have noticed that a lot of your GP practices in your town will have actually morphed together as one single thing. You've still got the different sites, the different surgery sites, but they've morphed together as what's called a primary care network. Each primary care network will get get between one and four link workers. And what a link worker does is work as an interface between the general practitioners, the patients, and what is available in the local community. And in some of the areas that have been early adopters of social prescribing, the link workers have had patients go to go to art classes, go to drama classes for those that need stress management, and then for people with things like type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, uh, that are overweight and need to, need to get their weight back in check, those kinds of things, they've, they've sent them to cooking classes they've sent them to healthy eating workshops they've sent sent them to workshops where they're taken around the supermarket and and shown what a healthy choice is what a bad choice is those kind of things and this is where the new opportunity lies people there is a whole new spectrum of opportunity and a whole new need for a different kind of practitioner and this is why i launched the course now because these are the kind of people that we need to train and we need to get out there. There's so much support for this and the opportunities really are endless. So if you want to find out more about the course, you can even sign up and do like a free taster course as well. Head over to, are you ready for this? Have you got a pen? 
Make sure you write it down. It is culinarymedicinecollege.com. All one word, culinarymedicinecollege.com. Head over to there and you can see all of the information about this diploma, the Diploma in Culinary Medicine. The beauty of this course is that it's 100% flexible. There's no time there's, there's no time pressures whatsoever. You could sign up today and you could start in 2023 if you want to. You could do 10 hours study a week. You could do 10 minutes study a week. There is no time pressure whatsoever. It is designed for busy people. It is designed for you know the situation that most of us are in. We're trying to juggle multiple things. So you can start, you can work through it in your own pace. It's challenging, it's practical, it's applied, 100% online. We have got an amazing community of students already. We've we've got a few hundred in there from all over the world, you know. And they you know, it's it's really really a wonderful thing. So if this is something that appeals to you, get over to culinarymedicinecollege.com. Take a look. Sign up for the free taster course as well, so you can get an insight into what the how the course is structured, what the learning environment looks like, the way in which you're assessed, that kind of stuff. Get a feel for it. Really hope to see you inside. This is a, this is a brand new cutting edge thing that I'm very very proud of, and I hope to see you guys inside. But until next time, my friends, see you later and enjoy the sun. <laughs>